Welcome in to the Dream Team Fantasy Football Podcast. Joshua and Derek in the building. Bringing you the best news around. Best news around. We're quicker than Adam Schefter. Yep. That's for sure. Uh, we are recording this Monday, so definitely not Tuesday. <laughs> I'm going to let you know right now. I'm predicting the future. Jonathan Taylor will not be traded. Won't be. Yep. Remember, this is Monday, not Tuesday. We definitely... <laughs> we definitely did early. Yeah. I'm also predicting Albert Wapenob getting traded to the Philadelphia Eagles. I've heard those rumors. I've heard those rumors. A couple kickers being traded. I think this Will Lutz to the, to the Broncos. That makes sense since Sean Payton's there. Yeah, yeah, he's building the Saints. So. so maybe this news will come out tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs> um, but yeah, we are here... Um, we don't. We can talk about kickers. You know, some leagues do. Our league does. But yeah, um, we're not going to actually. But a lot of kickers on the move. Kind of crazy there. A lot of punters moving. But yeah, Jonathan Taylor is going to remain an Indianapolis Colt. He's also on the pup. Therefore, he will be missing the first four games. So his. Fantasy value. I didn't even think about that. His fantasy value is so weird right now. If he gets traded, can he get taken off the pup on that new team? I and not have to miss four weeks? Don't believe so. I don't know though. Huh. Um I've got so many questions going through my head if I had a GM near me. Because I didn't think about the whole four-week deal. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor. So, yeah, I just... That tanks his value big. I mean, I guess it tanks it down to what where maybe Kamara's going with his sixth game. Or what's Kamara for? Three. Three, not even? Holy moly. Yeah, so I don't even know where this puts Jonathan Taylor, but probably gives him... I don't know. He's. Let's see where I had him, anyways. He's. You can't take him in the first three rounds. Probably not the first four rounds at this point. We had him at eight in our rankings. This was before all the movement and stuff. All the drama. So yeah, he's. It's just. If you want to take a chance on him I would say round five would be the earliest I would be willing to yeah even think about it but yeah if he there's a chance he comes off the pup but it seems like a very little chance so we'll just say that so no Jonathan Taylor more than likely well he's on the pup right now so it's automatic right now yeah four weeks right it says, the report I just read, it says likely to remain on the pup, which would make him ineligible for the first four games. Seems like there's a very slight chance they take him off, but I, I highly doubt it. Um, I'm going to say he will not be taken off the pup. I don't know if there's any news where he's fully on there now, but no Jonathan Taylor for the first four weeks. 
I mean, it says they moved him to the reserve pup list on okay. Tuesday, and they're all finalized now. So. Yep, so he's out for four games. That's crazy. Yeah. What's that do to Zach Moss and maybe any of the – is there any interest in those guys? Uh, If you're doing your draft, like, in the next couple days, I would hold off. still think there's a chance that a Kareem Hunt or a Leonard Fournette Ooh. gets signed. So I would not be taking Zach Moss until I have a little bit more of a definitive answer. But that's, yeah, Kareem Hunt's already visited with the with the Colts, so and that the team they said wanted to pay him whatever Miami or who was he looking at? He before was going that he to left? the Saints, and there was the report that the Saints had the deal done, but then he left to go to Indy because they offered him money before he even went there. So I would say. Good chance Kareem Hunt could end up in a Colts uniform. If so, man, that that increase. I mean, he's already. In, I think he. I think you can see him rounds eight through ten, being Kareem drafted. Hunt? Yeah, I mean, it could only be a four-game rental, but I still don't think this stuff with Jonathan Taylor is going to get resolved. So I think there could still be a trade. Mm-hmm. Um, so Kareem Hunt could have full season value. It's just, I don't know. That's where, depending on how running backs go, if Kareem Hunt goes before, I would, I'd probably consider him in like the sixth, seventh round. That's a little rough for me. I don't know. I'd have, have to see it. Because round six, that's when you're looking at the Rashad Whites, the Javante Williams, the David Montgomerys. Okay. Yeah, that'd be a little. Early, I don't know. That's tough because if he pays off for a full year, we all know what the talent he has. Yeah, but he's also older. Didn't see the talent as much last year. That part was to do with Cleveland not playing him as much, but mm-hmm. he is getting a little bit older. Who knows what this Colts offense is going to really look like with Anthony Richardson Yeah, coming in. So, yeah, I think round eight was probably would be my... Yeah, sweet spot for him. Um, if you've already done your draft, if you did it, you know, one of the last weekends, be just kind of ready to hit that waiver wire to potentially get Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. If you have a chance to, maybe go buy him up early, real quick. Yeah. Um, and then other running back news: Josh Jacobs officially signed a one-year deal, twelve million dollars. So. He will be playing for the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, makes me a little bit more excited to to draft him. Mm-hmm. So I definitely would be considering considering him early second rounds now. Yep. I think most mocks that we were doing was middle to late second round, but this pushes him up for sure. Yeah, just because you know it's solid knowledge now. Yeah. Solid. So. And then I think that's it for running backs. Yeah, I don't think there wasn't really any like surprise cuts. Still no question, no idea what's coming out of Philly. I mean, it's nothing that really going to affect too much for fantasy, but something to look out for was Patriots sent Pierre Strong to the Cleveland Browns. Um, I think it's just somewhat significant because Pierre Strong is a 
pass catcher. And kind of needed that after he could be getting work, you know, with Jerome Ford being he's been dealing with an injury. Nick Chubb has never really had the pass catching work. So I don't think it changes too much, but it's somebody to maybe look out for. Yeah, I think it's just kind of not too much, but brings down Chubb a little bit, very slightly. Um, Jerry Judy went down with a hamstring injury. Looked bad. I think it was kind of best case scenario that he's only out at the report of several weeks. <laughs> um, to be honest, he's kind of not. He's untouchable for me right now in terms of drafting. Where he's going. Where he's going, and it's just like hamstring injuries tend to linger. Mm-hmm. I mean, we looked at like last year with Keenan Allen. He went down, was it week one or week two with the hamstring? Pretty quick. And then it was like, oh, he should be back this week. Didn't mm-hmm. come back. Should be back this week. Didn't come back. So hamstrings linger. Oh, would probably be Mike Williams, too, came back re-hurt. Yeah, I kind of would be looking towards trading for him maybe a few weeks in um, rather than drafting Judy at this point. Does it make you more interested in Sutton right now than two? For sure, where he's going. especially where he's going around ninth or tenth round. That's basically just taking a shot on him at that point. Like he has potential to be a wide receiver too. Uh, it's been probably like five years at this point, but he showed that he has potential to be the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if he can do it, I'm also very interested in taking a shot now on Marvin Mims with one of my final picks. Uh, the rookie receiver out of Oklahoma for the Broncos. Yep. So he's someone that is interesting with Patrick, Hamler, Judy, all out. Yep. So, yeah, there's that's with that. We didn't really talk about Jackson Smith and Jigba as we missed last week, but he went down with a wrist injury uh, on a play that he burned Trayvon Diggs and got tackled at the one. uh, I didn't see the play, but I know the injury. Wrist injury. uh, He could be available for week one. He had surgery on it. Yeah, but he still can be available. Can be. I wouldn't count on it. No, but if there's a a little bit of a dip, I'm willing to buy with just like a wrist injury. That's not one that's going to scare me away. Okay. Um, We didn't. I don't know if we really touched on Trey Lumberg's. I think. I feel like we did. I think we did said he went down, but I don't think we had the full news. No, because they were, yeah. Yeah, so he had an LCL, was it a tear or a sprain? I think it was either a slight tear or a sprain, but it's not something that they said was going to be, like, surgery or anything, like, severe. Uh, Well, I just got two things in news after we just talked about them. Jackson Smith and Jigba is back at practice today, well, which is a good sign. And then uh, Jerry Judy is staying off the IR, so he will be available within the first four weeks. Just something. That's good. Keep your eyes on. Still wouldn't draft him. <laughs> Traylon Burks now is going like round nine, though, which is a little bit nicer, nicer value. So. Yeah. Like I was talking about Judy. I know, but I was just kind of going back. Yeah. That's my fault. Um, I just want to clarify it. I don't really have any other news to talk about. Trey Lance going to the Dallas Cowboys to replace Dak Prescott. 
Duh. There is that news. I don't know if that's the real thing, but... Uh, I think they're doing it for possibly next year or the following. Like, if that... You know, why not? The report said that this is not swaying the Cowboys away from signing Deck long-term. Yeah, but when he's due $60 million next year, it makes you a little... Or counting $60 million against salary cap, it makes you... Makes, you need to get some value somewhere else. They can't move on from him, so it's definitely a two-year plan. So that's why it's kind of interesting, because when's his contract going to be up? Probably almost the same time. Probably around there, yeah. Um, there was a few people that were interested in Trey Lance, so. I'm shocked another team that needs a quarterback didn't offer yeah, was, something a little bit. It was a fourth-round like pick. It was like a lot of the teams that were said to be interested were teams that had like a, a solid starter mm-hmm. you didn't see the maybe it was a cheap backup option is what they're looking for yeah but you didn't see like the atlanta falcons get in there you didn't see um even like minnesota who could have been like all right we have a a backup plan for next they said year minnesota had been interested in him for a long time mm-hmm. but yeah Interesting case for that kid. He's the first one, to, first like, first round quarterback to not like play more than like ten games for his team, or something like that. It was a crazy stat. It's, yeah, he. It's hard because it's like he hasn't looked great, but he also hasn't really had a full shot. So, no, I don't really know what to think about him. And then, interesting with quarterbacks, right now, Patriots only have Mac Jones on their roster. Mm-hmm. No backup quarterbacks. You don't need a backup quarterback when your quarterback's Mac Jones. <laughs> but it's like, Bailey Zappi looked good last year, and then uh, their rookie, Cunningham, looked really good in preseason, and they were like, we don't, we don't want either of you. So, something to look out for there. Uh, Bam Knight from the Jets got cut. He was a pretty good player last year. So, it'll be interesting to see if any of these teams that have no real backup are interested in him. Um, You know, the Cowboys come to mind. Giants. You know, some teams like that. Mm Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Jets' running back room is loaded, so he was the odd man out. Makes sense. Other than that, I got no other news to talk about. I don't either. So we'll go ahead and get into it, and we will start off with our playoff predictions. Oh boy. The 2023-2024 season of the NFL. Bum, 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 bum. Do you want to start AFC or NFC? I don't care. We'll go AFC alphabetical order. Alphabetical order? Yeah, A becomes before N. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. I was like, what do you mean? Al-? Like, I thought you meant we were listing teams. I was like, you can't do that. Alphabetical order. <laughs> um. So, yeah, number one seed in the AFC. Who do you have? I have Kansas City. 
What a shocker. Shocker. Until they get knocked off, like, I'm just going to, like, I thought they were going to get replaced last year. It didn't happen this year. I just don't see anything changing. Do you? Yeah. Yeah? No. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals as my number one seed for this year. Um, Especially if Chris Jones holds out for as long as he's projecting to hold out for. He's an idiot, too. We didn't talk about it because we didn't talk about defense, but he's holding out. He's getting paid $20 million this year. He's a free agent, but I think he just wants a longer contract, maybe. But Yeah. Idiot. He just wants that long-term security, but we're not talking about him. Therefore, I'm just going to go yep. ahead and say Cincinnati. Cincy. He's going to be my number one seed in the AFC. No worry about Burrow right now, not practicing still? No, they said he's like been moving around and looks good. So I'm going to stay confident in him. Okay. And, yeah, number one seed, Cincinnati Bengals, winners of the AFC North. Who do you got it to, then? Kansas City Chiefs. I have Cincy at two. Okay, so just swapping those. Those are your AFC West and AFC North representatives in our eyes. Makes sense. So that four, number teams three and four will be from the AFC East. And the AFC South. I bet you the same. Number then the same order. I Buffalo for three. No? You going Miami? You're going the Jets? I'm going the Jets. You think he just pew, rocket ship over in there? No, I think that defense. Okay. Um. Yeah, I've been watching Hard Knocks and Quinn and Williams <laughs> is a f- freaking monster that guy is frightening but yeah makes sense why they paid him then yeah he's one of the best interior defensive linemen in the league you know they have sauce gardner dj reed two good corners you know cj mosley a great inside linebacker i think aaron Rodgers does enough to help that team get over it you know breese dalvin so Okay. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Jets at number three, winning the AFC East. I kind of have been on record saying I think Buffalo is going to have a, a a down year. I'm going with Buffalo still. I just think their offense is too powerful. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, number four, I think, should be the same then. <laughs> The Jacksonville Jaguars yep. winning the AFC South. I think there but, is a chance that the Titans could put it together just because I think Vrabel's a really great coach. Mm-hmm. You know, you have Derrick Henry who can control a game. But I, like I, I just don't think they have enough. I agree. I just, the, doing this, they just have a tough deal. Yeah. So... Jacksonville takes the division and the four seed. Time to get to the three wild card teams. I think this one is interesting in the AFC. Mm-hmm. I've got first wild card team being Baltimore. Okay. I think Lamar Jackson obviously is good enough and 
Harbaugh's teams are always... I mean, last year they were a playoff team and they didn't have Lamar for the last five, six games, so... Yeah. <clears throat> I think keeping him healthy, that's an easy wild card spot. Improved receiving core. Mm-hmm. Um, if that comes around at all, that defense is still what it is. They always are competitive and hard fighting and killers. I also have Baltimore at, at my five seed. My six seed, this is where I have Buffalo. Six seed, I have the Chargers. The Chargers. I think I think they get over the hump again. <laughs> Possibly set up a chance for redemption. I don't know. I think this could be the finally the year where he gets fired, the coach. Brandon um, Staley. Brandon Staley. So. Come more take over as the head coach. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. So, yeah, I'm having the Chargers miss the playoffs, actually. I think they. I think that offense is going to be too powerful to prevent them from doing it. That's it, a very real possibility. Um, they have pieces on defense. Is what is what's weird. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm gonna go with the Bills, the Dolphins. Oh, I had the Bills at six, so yeah, the Dolphins so are gonna get my seven seed. That's gonna be your seven seed. Yep. I have the Jets making the seven seed. Okay. The defense carries them. I'm not a huge, like, you know, that off. They're in a tough division, for yeah, once. They definitely are. So I think that, I think Miami being there and Buffalo, I think they've got some tough games. And then Belichick's always Belichick with that defense, so. Yeah. AFC's tough. I have the Dolphins and Tennessee as my two teams that are, like, the the odd man's out that last week when they're playing. Chargers is mine. Uh, yeah. I don't think if if Tennessee doesn't win the division, I don't think they're competing for a wild card. Um I think it's gonna be kinda like last year where it's like whoever wins that division is gonna have a low win total, like nine or ten. I don't know who they play on other te- like other divisions. But depending on that, I I think Jacksonville gets in. Actually, like I know they will play the NFC South, which is great. Um, and that makes me think they both will have win totals to match. I think Jacksonville will be in, like as the division winner, no matter what. I think Tennessee is going to be fighting for that playoff spot, that wild card. Okay. And not get it done. Um. Who do you have as your AFC representative? In the Super Bowl. Cincinnati Bengals. I have Cincinnati Bengals as well. Okay. I would say finally over the hump, but they have a winning record against Kansas City. They lost to them last year. But I don't know. I think Burrow versus Mahomes is kind of our new age Brady versus Manning. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to see a lot of these matchups going forward. I do too. And then you toss in the, you know... Josh Allen every once in a while into the mix-up. Yeah. Which I can't think of a quarterback that you would have done that with. I guess Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. Be like a Big Ben getting tossed in there. I think that's a good one. All right, going to the NFC. I think we are going to have some agreement. Some. 
I think we'll have an agreement on the one and two seed. Possibly. Number one seed representing the NFC East. Philadelphia. Philadelphia Eagles. The hungry. Um, we hungry. Basically, you guys just have freaking depth almost everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah, it's insane when you guys then add potentially the top player in the draft to a team that was in the Super Bowl. Um, fantastic work. Yeah. So, yeah, Philadelphia, number one seed. Number two seed, representing the NFC West, oh. San Francisco 49ers. We have a little bit of difference already. Oh, yeah? I'm going to go with the shocking one. That's Minnesota. That is very shocking. Extremely shocking. Because I don't even have Minnesota winning the division. Oh, I know who you do, but I just... I look at that team, I look at the division, I look at, I'm like, I don't know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to tell you that they're going to have a good offense there still. And they got Justin Jefferson, I think. Cousins is playing for his contract, like, he's playing for another big contract, that's what he's doing this year. And you don't want that Cousins on your tail, because that Cousins will mess you up. Yeah, but San Francisco also has four games against the Rams and the Cardinals. I agree. (laughs) Um, I uh, get that. I am going to, yeah, I think 49ers are going to. Are going to be there. Okay. That's number two seed. Um, I'll go to my three seed since I said NFC North, and my three seed is going to actually be the Detroit Lions. Ooh. Detroit. I think they uh, put it together this year. Hopefully the defense can be a little bit better than the horrific defense they had last year. Just a little bit better, and you win how many? a couple more of those games. Yeah, they were pretty close in a lot of them. Um, I've been saying that I do not believe in the Vikings' defense in the slightest, so I think... I'm taking, you believe I'm a little bit Detroit. more in Detroit's defense? A little bit more, yeah. <laughs> Someone named Aiden Hutchinson helped with that. Aiden Hutchinson, um, what's the safety's name? I can't think of him. I know who you're talking about. Like, he was with the Eagles last year. Uh, uh, Gardner Johnson. Yeah. CJ Gardner Johnson. If he can, yep. A few other players that uh, help that. Great offensive line. Hopefully, you know, they were already high-powered last year. See if they can see if Jameer Gibbs is everything he's supposed to be hyped up to be. I think he's gonna be good for the Lions. I don't think he's gonna be good for fantasy. But hey, that's just me. Yeah, I was about to say there's somebody who disagrees with you. I know. So that's my three seed. Who's I have the shocking Nolan Saints as the three seed. No, you don't. I do. I do. Well, you're making you'll make one of my coworkers happy. He has them as the two seed. I think they they get their shit together. You got Derek Carr, who's I don't know. I I like I just like the overall team. Uh, yeah. I just don't I feel like you have an aging defense. Um. I mean, kind of, but you still got some great talent on there, Lattimore. 
You've got um, what's his the DN Cam Jordan. Cam Jordan. Older. He's older. There's nothing wrong with older. You no, could have said that about Fletcher Cox and Demario Davis. Older, but the Fletcher Cox thing is like you guys had players to rotate, give, give them spells, and yeah, rotate it out and everything like that. So I'm not a believer in the Saints. I think I think they have a. And then you talk about their. You you talked about San Fran's division. Look at their division, dog. Tampa. Carolina and Atlanta. Atlanta, aka and Atlanta is my definitely. four seed and winning the NFC. You South. have those. Oh know. boy, I, this is. I have Atlanta winning the South. This NFC is a disaster for us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, I knew this was going to be shocking, but I think they put a lot of pieces together on defense um, through free agency and all that. And then I just think. You had one of the top rushing attacks last year, and then you add one of the best prospects that we've seen come out of the draft in a long time. I think this has the recipe. Arthur Smith coming from Tennessee, this is kind of what he's building as a a Titans kind of roster where it's, you know, you run the ball and you, you know, your defense does enough to help you win games. So I'm thinking that's how they're going to get. To the NFC South. I'm not like saying it. Atlanta's going to be anything special. Yeah. But but it, it could be like Tampa last year winning with the losing record. and Exactly. I get that. So, um, as I mean, obviously this is very dependent on Ritter's play mm-hmm. or Heineke. But, yep. yeah, I think I'm taking the risk. I'm taking the Falcons. I like it. My four is San Fran. And I think it's not because I think you have Purdy. He's got some very incredible expectations to live up to right now. And he does. Um, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and jump on the bandwagon that he's the next Tom Brady. Oh, definitely not. You know what I mean? Like, so I think there's gonna be some regression. He's not gonna go undefeated in his games. Mm -hmm. I think they're a good enough team to get him out of some pinches here and there. But you've got a guy who you literally you traded away Trey Lance, who was supposed to be he was the number one guy last year. Like I just I I see a little regression coming. Okay. From him. And not a big one by any means, but yeah. Alright. We'll go to our wild cards then. At my number five seed, number one wild card, I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks. Oh boy. Yeah. Well, I'm going to make some people happy. I'm going with Dallas Cowboys. Oh, the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm a little psychopath, I guess. I don't know. I have Cowboys in, but I think Seattle's going to be. You think they're able to improve on last year? I think so. I mean, obviously, it's hard to say with, like, where Geno's at. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, if he can repeat that 30 touchdowns, but you add another big piece in the running game mm-hmm. with Zach Charbonnet. And then you add Jackson Smith and Jigbo, the number one uh, running back or receiver from the draft. So you add another weapon for Geno. Yep. Um, their offense line has been improved. Defense has gotten better. They got the number... Was he the first corner off the board? Yep, Witherspoon. Yeah, Witherspoon, who I think is... Uh, is a hell of a ball player, so 
I'm, I'm, I'm with Seattle. My boss is a Seattle fan. He doesn't like the Witherspoon. He he doesn't like it at all. I I disagree. <laughs> Watched some of his highlights from from college and think he's he's a good good player. Yeah, I've got I've got Dallas. I just think they're kind of going to be similar to last year. They're going to be pushing for that, trying to push for the division, and they're going to be the next best team in the wild card. I got Dallas at six. I have Detroit at six. Okay. And then at seven, I didn't want to, but I'm saying the New York Giants sneak in again. Ooh. New York. I am going with Seattle there. I think they sneak back in. I think... So you have the Saints in, who I don't have in at all. Yep. I don't have the Vikings in at all. That's crazy. I don't think it's crazy. But I could be wrong. I honestly considered the Packers a little. So I have my two teams that I have just missed in the bubble. One of them is uh, your Atlanta Falcons. Okay. That you're a little hyped on. So I'm not. you're not like completely out of it. And then the Giants, I, I think they just come up there short. I think they're they're missing the threat at wide receiver. Unless Hyatt comes in and does something that nobody sees coming. Yeah, I think that's just where I'm I'm hype on Waller, so that's why. Well, I get for, the yeah. Waller, but like I, I still think you need a receiving, like a legit wide receiver threat. Yeah, I mean, I'm not saying this is him, but forgot it in the news, but Wandale Robinson uh, activated today, so... That's good. Yeah. No, we talked about him. I like him. But yeah, I mean, I think the NFC North teams, like, you can make an argument for pretty much all of them. Green Bay, if their defense shows up the way they showed up towards the end of the year last year, mm-hmm. and Jordan Love can do enough. Vikings, as you said, they could have that high power offense once again, especially with Jordan Addison in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Chicago, if. Justin Fields takes the step up that I think he will. Uh, I just don't think that roster is set enough to be pushing for a playoff spot I think yet. they just have yeah, a few too many holes. And yeah. I'm also not a huge believer in the turnaround fields, but that's to be determined. All right, we will go ahead and who's, we don't talk about who's what. Oh, the NFC representative. Who do you My got as that? Uh, Philadelphia. I do too. Yeah, I knew you would. And um, then I have us winning. I have Cincinnati getting their 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 championship. Oh man, I hope not. I I don't know if I could handle a second year in a row of a loss. Yeah, that would be rough. Um, Might have to kill someone. At least there. you're not Buffalo. And what was it? Four years straight years. Yeah. So. I mean, it could set up for it. <laughs> That's the sad part. So yeah. <clears throat> Okay, we'll go to the awards then. All right. We don't not talk about defense too much, but we're going to go talk, talk about some of the awards there. Defensive Rookie of the Year. I have... I'm split between two guys. Between two guys? Two guys. All right. One of them's Will Anderson, linebacker for... For the Houston... Te- Texans? I think I think D'Amico Ryan's is gonna get that defense running good, and I think he's gonna be like kind of the key piece there. And then 
the second one, and his is like kind of determined, dependent on how much legit playing time he gets. Jalen Carter. I don't think he gets enough. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, I think he will be high impact. But, yeah, I don't think he gets enough playing time to really... He'd have to have, like, a severe high impact on the snaps he does play. Yeah. And at that point, I guess if he's having that big of an impact, he better be playing more than (laughs) the limited that they want to give him. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, I thought about Jalen Carter. Couldn't... Couldn't do it. Couldn't convince yourself. Couldn't convince myself, unfortunately. So, oh, I've been going back and forth on this one. I don't want to make a choice. You have to. So right I'm now. not going to. Right now. Christian Gonzalez for the New England Patriots cornerback. Oh, going with a wild card there. I'm going to go wild card in the AFC East where they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. He's going to have a lot of opportunities to showcase showcase himself. Everything I've read in the camp is that it's been positive. So Christian Gonzalez, if he can come out and like make the, some plays. I like the theory behind it. With the pass heavy, they're going to target a rookie. So you think it's back-to-back corners out of the AFC East going to win it? That's, that's what like I'm going to go with. I it. like it. Offensive Rookie of the Year. This one seems a little too obvious. Uh, Bijan Robinson. That's who I have. Yeah. Unless Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, or um, C.J. Stroud can get their team in playoff contention. Mm-hmm. I don't see the quarterbacks getting it, but maybe it's possible. It's po- it is. It depends on the year. I mean, if you have a quarterback go out and I mean, do a 30 plus touchdown year. Yeah. Cuz there's three of them starting. There's a high possibility it can happen. I'm going to give my honorable mention to to my boy though. Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers. Yeah. But yeah. that'd be pretty cool if he was able to pull it off, but yeah. Bijan. Bijan. Defensive player of the year. I'm going to make some Uh-oh. people happy. Going with Micah Parsons. <laughs> I figured that's who, who would be. I wanted, like, at, like defensive ends. Like, I, I don't know. I think he was kind of maybe a little snubbed last year. But I think from what I've heard and read about him and camps and disrupting his offenses and everything, I think he's got it this year. Okay. I'm going to go back to my theory when we're talking about the playoffs. And if they get the three seed, like I said, I'm taking Quinnen Williams. I like it. To be the defensive player of the year. If he can get the double-digit sacks from the interior and cause havoc in the run game, they're going to be spotlighted a lot with Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Quinnen Williams is going to be my pick. I'm, an, I'm going dark horses here a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I like it. Other than Bijan, that one was a, That was an obvious. Yeah. 
Offensive Player of the Year. I'm going with Tyreek Hill. I think he's pushing legit for that 2,000 yards. I don't know if he gets it, but I think he gets the award for trying. <laughs> I think last year we saw Justin Jefferson get it, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think he could. He's going to be right there in the running again. Uh huh. But I'm going to say Jamar Chase. Oh, yeah. okay. Uh, go with another receiver here. I think that's kind of where they fit. Like that's like the running back wide receiver award. Yeah, and it's like quarterbacks usually get MVP. Yeah, which is why I'm going Joe Burrow. MVP. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, MVP, and Offensive Player of the Year. I'm going with Jalen Hurts for the MVP. Okay. Did he get last year? No, Mahomes did. Oh, Mahomes did, yeah. He should have if he would have played the last three games. But yeah, so. Okay. Our, he could have, should have. and Your Super Bowl winner MVP, my Super Bowl winner MVP. I know. So. And then I will end it, the awards one, with fantasy MVP. Oh, boy. I wasn't ready for this. Fantasy MVP. And give me... Justin Fields. Is your MVP? That's my fantasy MVP. Getting him as... He's right now going as like the quarterback six. Mm-hmm. And I think he can finish as a top three guy easily. I'm taking Justin Fields as my fantasy MVP. To be fair though, I was also considering the other Justin. Jefferson? Herbert. <laughs> That's not a bad one. Yeah. I think those two quarterbacks going kind of like a little bit of a tier behind the top mm-hmm. five guys are gonna be gonna be pretty interesting. Man, this is tough. I think one of them, because of where he's going, I think he's going around quarterback nine, maybe ten, maybe eleven. Tua Tagaviola. Oh, okay. I think where you get him, I think he easily, of the guys, it could. I think he could easily become a, a top top six, top five quarterback. Stays healthy. You've got two of the best catchers around you. Yeah, I think that's kind of like <clears throat> a, a couple years ago with Jalen Hurts. That's where he was going. It was like around round eight and nine. Mm-hmm. Same round range as Tua. So, yeah, if they finish in the top five, that gives so much value to your team. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. All right. Non-quarterback. Do you got one? Non-quarterback. Non-quarterback. Fantasy MVP. I'll go with my boy. Darren Waller. Darren Waller? Yep. I think he... I am moved him up. He's now number three in my tight end rankings. Okay. So, I think... I think the, believe there's a chance he could finish higher than that, but if he does, you know, it's amazing getting that production from the tight end position. Mm-hmm. Travis Kelsey's been an MVP the past few years with 
what he's given you from that onesie spot. Yep. So Darren Waller will be my fantasy MVP if I'm not going quarterback. Okay. It was a question I'm not even prepped for. Um, <laughs> if I were to choose one right now, I'm going to go with... Uh, Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I don't know. I'm like, who? I'm trying to think who you've taken a lot in mocks that you've been high on. I mean, I mean, I love Calvin Ridley. I, I like him, but he's. I think yeah, that'll be my. That's that's my go-to right there, Calvin Ridley. What do you think the ceiling for him as a fantasy finish could be at the wide receiver? I think he could easily crack into the top ten. I think he his ceilings right around top five, maybe. Okay, top. Five. I think I think he can get to the five spot, and if he does that, it's a hell of a deal. Where yeah. he's going late third, early fourth. My other one I was thinking kind of around there is Chris Olave could be another good one. I think he could easily. Yeah, he's a favorite pick of mine at the beginning of the third round. Mm-hmm. Um, it's usually between, if it's I have a top four pick in the third round, it's usually between him and Najee that I'm looking at. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's fantastic. We know that Derek Carr finds a guy and targets him like crazy. Mm-hmm. I think that will be Olave. I think so. And all right, well, do you have any other bold predictions? Any other bold predictions? Um, we'll just go position and quarterback, running back, wide receiver that could tight end that could surprise and finish pretty high compared to where they are going. I think I said my quarterback one then. Tua. I'd go Tua. Okay. He's someone who I've started when I kind of throw that quarterback position to later. He's kind of who I start to target that eight nine round. Yeah, I think mine's Anthony Richardson. Mm-hmm. Um, running, running, running. I think it's going to be a very if he does finish really good. I think it's going to be a very similar year to like what Fields did last year. Yeah, very or it's much not running, high passing volume. Yep. But. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm expecting in terms of a ceiling play yep. for Richardson. And if he does finish in kind of in that top eight range, I think his freaking his value going into next year's drafts are going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he'll he'll skyrocket. Yeah. Running back, who's a running back that you could see finishing a lot higher than what they are being. Drafting. So I'm gonna go with a real wild card here. Okay. Real wild card, Tyler Algier. That's a very wild card. It is, but like we talked about, and you mentioned with them being that run heavy, let's go do it. Last year they were a team that you looked at their running backs and everything going on there. They had multiple, and I think they're gonna be such a. If, I mean, if they do the run game like they did last year, they had almost 3,000 yards last year as a running team. Sorry, as much as we all love Bijan, he ain't going to have 3,000 himself. Like, he could. 
He could, no, but it ain't gonna happen. Uh, so I think I think he becomes a pretty valuable like kind of a, a you look at it as a flex option play possibly. That is very out there. I think he like he's going towards that in drafts. I, I, I he's someone who I've been looking at late in drafts just because I think he can have some value. Yeah, I think I'm going with somebody later round guy as well. Someone I've been really starting to pick up steam on. Um, and I think, I'm not saying he could finish as a running back one, but I think he could finish as a high-end running back two. And that is Khalil Herbert. Mm-hmm. I want to even just like kind of look at um, you know the last preseason game that they played. Dante Foreman was out there. Roshan Johnson was out there. But then they gave Khalil Herbert the night off. Yep. Um, he already broke a huge screen pass to the to the house um, in the one preseason game where Fields was just throwing screen passes and getting touchdowns. Uh, <laughs> so I think, yeah, he's a guy that can make a lot of plays. And if this offense is vastly improved, he'll be the benefactor of that. Yeah. So I think Khalil Herbert's a... You're getting him in the ninth round. Yeah, like, he's. You're. It's wild. I I think Foreman will be involved. I think Roshan can be involved to an extent, but he's gonna be getting sixty percent of the work. There's a, there's got to be a reason he didn't play that last yeah. week. Like they, in all they, reality, they don't want to risk him. Yeah. Like, so. Like those, those things we've said, those things matter. Those Keep two looking guys. at who plays. Those two guys where they're at are part of the reason I've kind of looked at the zero zero running back theory yeah. and like just gone like let's go with these high flyers. I also love Tank Bigsby now. Um, I like Tank. I like yeah. So yeah, wide receiver. Who's one? I mean, last year didn't pan out, and I kind of even felt kind of gross saying it, but I remember specifically on the bold predictions. We were saying who's someone that could finish as the wide receiver one. That's a shock. And I said Amon Ra. I well, felt gross saying it then, but he performed well yeah. and was a wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> He didn't finish did, as wide receiver one. Not the actual one, but yeah. He, so who's the wide receiver this year? Who's that guy? I mean, I'm not going to say Garrett Wilson because I think he could finish as the overall one. Well, and where he's not gonna, going, it's not, not like. There, though. But yeah. yeah, he's going pretty high as it is. So I'm not gonna go that route. Oh, that's a god. This is a little tough one. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of receivers that I have been looking at. I'm like, I I love them. Yeah, I think I don't. I like a lot of them. I think there's a pure order to them, so it's like. I'll go ahead and throw out a bold prediction and say Jahan Dotson finishes higher than Terry McLaurin. That's a good one. That will be my bold prediction. Poor Terry, but I like it. Jahan Dotson's looked good in the preseason. Yeah. First round pick last year. The rapport he's got with Hal. Yeah, you figure they probably, at the beginning of camp last year, as rookies, we're working a lot together. Mm-hmm. So they probably have a good connection, and I think 
it will continue on into the season. I'm a little, a little excited to see what Sam Howell can do. Oh, man. Obviously, um, the quarterbacks last year were not great. But, you know, it's nice seeing Malik Willis start to come on a little bit. And then Sam Howell, I remember I, he was my favorite guy moving around in the pocket. So if he can put some things together, he could be a pretty good quarterback. So, yeah, Jahan Dotson finishes higher than Terry McLaurin. I'm going to go. I don't know if this is much of a bolt prediction, but it could be. The Chargers finish with 3,000-yard wide receivers. Oof. That's a huge bold prediction. Is that possible? I don't Has that ever been done? Has it ever been close? I gotta look it up now. I don't doubt it. I think I think that team if if you know, there's five thousand yards to go around if, if Herbert does what he should do. It's a lot of yards. We have 1980, the Chargers oh. had Callan Winslow, John Jefferson, and Charlie Joyner. 1989, Washington had Art Monk, Ricky Sanders, and Gary Clark. 95, Atlanta had Eric Metcalf, Terrence Mathis, and Burt Emanuel. 2004, the Colts had Marvin Harrison, Reggie Wayne, and Brandon Stokely. And the last team to do it... The 2008 Arizona Cardinals with Larry Fitzgerald, Anquan Bolden, and Steve Breston. So I'm actually shocked how many of those were in the non-passing era. Yeah. I'm going with that's my bold prediction. Okay. That's, which means Quentin Johnston I mean, has a very good year. You are looking at the Chargers who have Herbert who is... Probably one of the most likely to throw for over 5,000 yards. Yep. Um, so, it's a bold prediction as we've seen only five teams have done it. But if there was a team, that could be it. I'm assuming you're going with the wide receivers. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It just That's just hard because it's like you have Austin Eckler. You have Eckler there. You do. You have Gerald Everett. Yep. But there's 5,000 plus yards to go and around. you have Joshua Palmer. So... And you got an offense that wants to pass that ball. Okay. Bold prediction. That's all I could come up with. <laughs> Tight end, I guess. Tight end? No, no. Um, bold prediction. Kelsey finishes number one. <laughs> Very bold of you. Um, hmm. My boss, we were talking about tight end. The difference between... Tight end one, Kelsey, and tight end two was over 100 points last year. That's why Kelsey was such a big part last year in terms of like just going against that position. Mm-hmm. Part of the reason why I'm not, especially at his draft cost, not high on him this year. That's a first-round pick. Yeah, and it's like I don't think he's going to be that far ahead of the tight ends this year. <sighs> I don't know if I even have a tight end one. I'm going with 
Hawkinson finishes as tight end number two. He's going to have a hard time getting into the one spot, but I think he finishes as tight end two. Bolt prediction. I'll say... This doesn't seem that bold, but it's bold for tight end. Dalton Kincaid finishes as a top seven tight end as a rookie. Does he? You know what? I'll go ahead and say we will have. I'm just going to go ahead and say three rookie tight ends that finish in the top ten. I'll go super bold. Go Kincaid, Laporta. And say it. I don't know if I want Mayor or Musgrave. <laughs> I don't have to name them. I'm just gonna keep it quiet You're on that third go one. Third, three of them. Yeah, top ten. Top top ten. I'll give you two of them. You need to figure out the third. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. Some bold predictions. That's all I got. Bold predictions, Cotton. I feel like we had bold predictions in our playoff predictions as well so (laughs) very good yes today was the day of bold predictions yeah so next week's episode we'll be looking at week one talk you through some some starts of the week some guys that we don't like their matchups obviously we won't be talking about waivers oh we could be i don't know i don't know maybe we could be pick them some we'll pickums be, going, we'll be getting them back there. The cha- two-time champ coming back. Oh, oh, I don't know if we actually had those counts on that date. So, um, oh, I have the counts. No, I have those, two years ago counts. I think too. those got lost in the flood. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're we'll be back though. But anyways, football season's here. Love you guys. We will once again be helping you win some championships. Unless you're playing against me. Then you'll be having no championships. No championships. No soup for you. Peace out, everybody.